Very easy for you. You have an auto body place for the rest of your life and your kids as well. They're fantastic. Everybody goes there that listens to me. They then thank me and they thank them. And yeah, I tell you about Fisco Auto Body because people like me better, given that they listen to me and they love what Fisco Auto Body does. They're a family business owned since 1931. As I say, it's not what they do, it's who they are. So by the time they're 10, 15, they're experts on it. They've been doing it their whole life, generation after generation. You'll like them, you'll like me. Fisco Auto Body on Forest Home in Franklin. Fisco, 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 because for some reason people can't remember the name. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Marquette legend George Thompson passed away yesterday uh, from complications of diabetes. And one who knew him well, uh, former Marquette coach Kevin O'Neill, actually former head coach of the Toronto Raptors, too, I think, if I have that right. KO, isn't that the team you were the head coach of? I was one of them, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that, uh, was that the one where you had everybody get together and guess which day you would no longer be coaching, or is that a story made up? <laughs> that's, that's a made-up story. All right, that's a good one, though. You chuckled a little bit. All right, K.O., yeah. before you comment on George, I wanted you to listen to what is my greatest moment. Uh, you, your team beating Kentucky was good up until this happened after Marquette defeated Kentucky to make the Final Four in 2003. Everybody, you are the best player to ever come through Marquette, potentially realizing it in probably the short time that we will have you here and going on to your future of all time. <laughs> that means so much coming from you, Joyce. Wait, of all time. <laughs> coming to Marquette. The best player I knew was George Thompson. And to meet you, to see you every day, you know, it's great. And for us to win this game and y'all can see it, it means that much more. And I'm just proud to be a part of Marquette University basketball. Well, you've gone down, Dwayne, in the annals, and we're just fortunate enough to bask in your glow, brother. <laughs> your thought listening to that, KO. George didn't believe one word of that. <laughs> I guarantee you, George thought he was better than anybody had ever played the damn game. I agree. And that's why he was. Go ahead. Listen, George, George told me this the first time I met him. He goes, there's no Al McGuire without me. <laughs> and then the, when I met Al about a week later, Al said, if it wouldn't have been for George, there's no Al McGuire. And George believed he was the best player that ever played the game anywhere. Anywhere? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think I'll tell you this. George believed in his prime he could kick anybody's butt. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead. He just he had that much confidence in himself. Uh, I did, did didn't uh, I said it earlier that Al McGuire told me once that he thought George was one of the top twenty players of all time, and I said Al, I'm old enough, I know basketball. I mean George was great, but top twenty? Uh, did did you ever hear that from Al? Of course I heard that from Al. I spent a lot of time 
driving the countryside with Al on off days and stuff like that. So I, I, Al had so much respect for George, I can't even begin to tell you. And he I don't, did. I don't know that it still existed when you took over. But George was—I always called him the Godfather of Marquette basketball. So it was like if you were in Mar- involved in Marquette basketball, you had to have a meeting with George Thompson. Is there any truth to that? Uh, I met with George before I met with Al when I got the job. Be- Brian Brunkers was uh, George and Brian Brunkers were great friends, and Brian said you got to meet George. So I think my first day on the job, I, I went and met George. So that, he was the godfather of Marquette basketball. And I think, you know, by now, it's so long ago, you know, players today don't remember, they don't remember anybody. But George Thompson was Marquette basketball. He got it all started. Yeah, I think he led the scoring for like 40 years. And as I said, that's why I appreciated what Shaka Smart said, because all the people at the banquet, whether you agree or don't, and <laughs> I wish I could ask George. K.O. says you didn't even believe it when you gave all that credit to Dwayne Wade. I actually thought you did, which, of course, I would agree. that. I But I, never, I thought he never thought he would say it. But I thought he that believed. was that was good radio. <laughs> All right, as, as as you know, Homer Tony Smith in his senior year broke George's single season record. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay, per- about yep. a week after the season, I had dinner and drinks with George, and he said, "Let me just tell you this, Ko. If I got as many touches and shots as Tony Smith, I would average 40. <laughs> he just he believed. He was that good. He well, really did. Well, let's address that thing because uh, that was my first year, and I think given your offense that George probably would have because my assumption was Tony could shoot whenever he wanted, and if and if he was double teamed, meaning a teammate was open, he could consider throwing the ball to that teammate. Uh, what's the accuracy of only, that? Only if, the guy, only if the guy had a layup or a dunk. <laughs> <laughs> See? So I think George probably uh, – Probably could have put up forty. Uh, George, is a, George is a great player and a greater guy. I mean, he—I uh, don't think he ever got really the credit he deserved. I just—I really liked him. I thought he was a great guy to be around, be on the road with. He gave me a lot of advice. My first few years at Marquette kept me out of some trouble. He was—he uh, was a great guy. Nobody got along with you. That's amazing. I thought you prided. I thought you prided yourself on the fact that no one got along with you. I, I got along. I got along with you. I know, but that, I mean, I'm I'm like the radio guy. Like I'm going to argue with a head coach. I thought my theory on you is, and again, we're here to honor George Thompson, and you'll hear Dwayne Wade and George Thompson again. My theory on you was that you were the original Donald Trump, and that is you were incredibly successful, but you loved to fight. And if there was no fight, you would create a fight because it got your juices going. All right? That's another of my theories, and uh, I, I risk I, you I, deciding I, whether I, it's I, accurate or not. Is that true? And you don't have to make any comparison to Trump. It was just you're the person well, I thought of who loved to fight. I started fights with my team to make them better. All right. I did that all the time. I wanted, I wanted them to have two things in common. They didn't like me most of the time. 
and they tried to win together. That's all I cared about. Did you create I, I, such fights outside of your team ever? Um, I don't. I probably did. I'm sure I did. <laughs> all right. But I don't really recall any of them. Where did you learn this theory of coaching? Because I'm sure you were under Lute Olson. I don't think that's the way he did it. No, it wasn't the way he did it. I mean, we're talking about two opposite people. Right. You know, the guy never cursed, and he, you know, was immaculate and all that stuff. But I just I just thought, I mean, I came from Arizona where we had, like, eight NBA players on one team. I didn't have that kind of talent. I, we had to do something to gain an advantage and get better. And it was toughness. We became tough. All right, talking with Kevin O'Neill, my last question, unless there's something else that you want to add, and that is... Uh, since the Hall of Famer Tony Smith is not here, I need you to tell people just how incredibly good he was. I thought his senior year that I got to do, he was as dominant for a season as anybody who played at Marquette, and that includes Dwayne Wade. And my favorite line was he carried the team more than my mom carried me, and that team had no business getting into the NIT, and it's um, how good was he? I, I mean, I, I coached uh, 33 years, and I never saw any single player have a better season ever than I coached, ever. I mean, he had – the guy was unbelievable. He was in fantastic condition. He was a great teammate. Uh, he was just absolutely spectacular that year. And, I, and we I, wouldn't have won anything if yeah. he wouldn't have – you know, he carried all of us. Yeah, without him on the team, you win five games. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. And I never knew this because I never watched it, how good he was defensively and told that he got picked by Dunleavy because Dunleavy saw him in the summer